Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. Hello and welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Epperhart. And this podcast, as always, is meant to empower you with practical ways to make a kingdom impact. And I'm going to talk to you about how to make sense of making money for making a difference all in about 15 minutes. You'll learn how to combine faith and finances for a balanced and fruitful life. And if you'd like to get notes of what we're going to talk about today, you can go over to wealthbuilders.org front slash shop. That's wealthbuilders.org front slash shop. And you can download the notes there for free. Well, today I want to talk to you about something I've never talked about on a podcast. And I want to talk about what I call two kinds of money and what I call devoted money and transactional money. And I'm going to start today in Joshua chapter 7. And remember also on the podcast, I like to comment on the current state of the markets. You know, we talk about the stock market, real estate. Of course, we talk about commodities, gold and silver. And we talk about all those things on the podcast. Today, in the light of that as well, I want to just share a couple of scriptures with you today during this time we have. And the first one's in Joshua chapter 7 and verse 1. And the Bible says, but the Israelites were unfaithful in regard to the devoted things. Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zimri, the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah took some of them, or he took some of the devoted things, so the Lord's anger burned against Israel. So if you know the story, you know that Israel was getting ready to cross over, of course, into the promised land. They had crossed the Jordan River, and right in front of them, of course, was Jericho. So this particular passage, of course, of Joshua chapter 7 is after they had gone in and taken Jericho. Remember, they marched around the walls of Jericho. Remember that? For seven days, one time each day. For the first six days, and on the seventh day, they marched around seven times and they shouted. We may talk about that a little bit. But today, I want to focus in on when they went in and captured the city of Jericho. The Lord really wanted the things of Jericho for himself. And so he was very plain in the book of Joshua. He came over and he gave Joshua some very, very clear instructions regarding those things. And He basically said to him, now, when you march around and you take the land, what he said to him was, there's some things that I don't want you to touch. I don't want you to do. And he said, everything in Jericho belongs to me. So that was one of the first things that he said to him was everything in Jericho belongs to me. And then he said this, he said, and the gold and the silver and the things of bronze are going to go into the treasury of the Lord. And you, he said, don't touch anything. I don't want you taking anything. I don't want you keeping anything. So here in Joshua chapter 7, uh, the nation of Israel had gone up to try to take 
the city of Ai, which was a much smaller city than Jericho that they had just defeated. And so they were soundly defeated. They sent up 3,000 men to go capture Ai since it was a small city. And literally, they got chased away from the city and out of the city. And so Joshua goes to the Lord and he's praying. Now I'm talking about what I call two kinds of money, devoted money and transactional money. And uh, so Joshua goes to the Lord and he says to the Lord, I don't understand. We did what you said to do. And basically the Lord revealed to him, there's a problem that you have here in your midst. And he revealed to him here that we just read in Joshua chapter seven and verse one, that the Israelites were unfaithful in regard to those devoted things. So what, what he found out, the Bible says here, that Achan, the son of Carmri, had basically took some of those devoted things for himself. He dug a hole, put it under, under his tent. And of course, the Bible says here, the anger of the Lord uh, basically burned against him. Now, the reason that I am taking the time to uh, teach this to you today is I believe many, if not most Christians, have the wrong mindset when it comes to how they think about money. And I'll give you an example. In uh, the book of Luke, chapter 6 and verse 38, the Bible says, Give, and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you give, it shall be given back to you. Here's where the real... uh, crux of the issue comes, and I want to help you today in your mindset, that how devoted money is handled and how devoted money comes to your life and leaves your life is different than transactional money. Now, most people have never, ever heard this talked about, but here's what I mean. Most Christians think when they give, it's just going to be given out of you, given back to you. So what they think is, well, I'm walking down the street and I find a hundred dollar bill. Well, I would say to you, praise the Lord, I'm glad you found the $100 bill. Or some Christians think, well, it's just going to kind of, you know, fall on my head like ripe cherries out of the tree. But what really happens is this, is that we give our devoted money. So like the 10% tithe, it's devoted to God. That's why you don't spend it. It's devoted. And matter of fact, the old English, King James Version English calls devoted things the accursed things. Those are things you don't touch. And so I believe we have things that go out of our life. So like, let's say, for example, the 10% goes out of your life, you're giving to your local church or you're giving somewhere. But the way the money comes back to you is what I like to call transactionally. So if you look at this with Achan, Achan touched the devoted things. And when he did, the Bible was very plain that the blessing of God left, kind of came off of Israel in their endeavors. And one of the things that I believe happened was that Achan had what I call an entitlement mentality. In fact, it's kind of interesting here in Joshua chapter 7 and verse 1 that the scripture actually says it this way. It says, Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zimri. If you look up the word Zimri, you know, in the Old Testament, those names meant something. If you look up the name Zimri, it literally meant entitlement. And you got to remember, we're going to read this in Joshua 5 a little later, but you have to remember that Israel, I believe, remember they left Egypt, they were in slavery, they were in bondage, then they came into the wilderness, and they went from, I guess you would call it a slavery mentality, to a wilderness wanderer mentality. God was trying to get Egypt out of them. We'll talk about that in Joshua chapter 5. 
But evidently, Achan still had some of that entitlement mentality because remember in the wilderness, God sent manna to them every day. And then they complained about the manna, and then he sent quail. In other words, they wanted meat, so he sent it to them. Well, what happened was Achan was accustomed to money falling you know, out of the sky, so to speak, or manna falling out of the sky. So I believe there was an entitlement mentality that happened to him. Now, many people today have an entitlement mentality at different levels, and so they just think the things are just going to fall on them. But the truth is there are things that we do. First of all, when it comes to the devoted things, we make sure that the things that are going out of our life, like when we bring our tithe, for example, or we give to other people or other things, there's certain money that comes into your life that is always devoted to God that you're never to spend on yourself and you're never to keep for yourself. That stuff, God put that in your life. It's devoted, and its intention is to go out of your life. But then there's money that is to come into your life, and that money, I I call it transactional money, and you say, well, Billy, why can't that be devoted money? Well, now let me explain. Sure, people can give back to you, and they will give back to you if you give, right? Luke 6.38 says that. But the big portion of finance and income that comes to your life will come from a transactional perspective. Now, one of the verses that I use is two chapters earlier than where we read about Achan, but in Joshua chapter 5, and I want to read this whole passage to you today in this podcast, and I'll come back to it in uh, the next podcast or so. But one of the things that's so powerful is that if you remember, the Bible says in verse 6 of Joshua chapter 5, the Israelites had moved about in the wilderness 40 years until all the men who were of military age when they left Egypt had died. I'm reading from the New International Version. And it says, For the Lord had sworn to them that they would not see the land he had solemnly promised their ancestors to give us the land flown with milk and honey. So he raised up their sons in their place, and these were the ones Joshua circumcised. They were still uncircumcised because they had not been circumcised on the way. And after the whole nation had been circumcised, they remained where they were in the camp until they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you, so the place has been called Gilgal to this day. So one of the powerful things, now we're not done here, one of the powerful things that happened was God had to get an Egypt mentality out of them. Now, what I'm about to say is going to be really hard and tough. So if it offends some of you, I'll go ahead and apologize ahead of time. But I had an African-American who used to, who I used to travel with and speak with in some of the uh, business circles that I was speaking in back in the 1990s. And I remember he wrote a book. Now, he was an African-American, and he wrote a book. The title of the book was Get Off the Plantation. And he wrote that book because he said many people have the mentality like slaves where people, remember now he was African-American. He had written this book and I, I just thought it was such a powerful concept that he had that many people get dependent on money coming to them a certain way. Do you know that we have some families that are on, on welfare now for six generations in in the U.S.? I know we have many of you listening from other parts of the world. But the point of it is, is that people get dependent. There's a dependency that happens. And so in Egypt, they got dependent on the Pharaoh, even though they were in slavery. 
So God, listen, it was only an 11-day journey from Egypt to the promised land, but it took them 40 years to get the Egyptian mindset out of their head in order for God to be able to do in them what he needed to do. And what was interesting was he couldn't take them directly from Egypt to the promised land. He had to take them from Egypt to the wilderness. And for 40 years, here the Bible says that all those men of war had to die off. And they had to die off in order so that the new mindset could actually come. Many Christians today, they're, in my opinion, still living, some are still living in Egypt. But many are living in the wilderness because it was in the wilderness where the manna came. And the Bible says here, as we read this, it says, Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. So the place has been called Gilgal, of course, which means rolled away. So he rolled away the mindset, the reproach, the shame, the belief system of Egypt off of them. And verse 10 says, And on the evening of the 14th day of the month, while camped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, the Israelites celebrated the Passover. The day after the Passover, that very day, they ate some of the produce of the land, unleavened bread and roasted grain. And then verse 12 says, The manna stopped the day after they ate. Right? And other translations say, On that day, the manna stopped, and they ate this food from the land. So they ate the food from the land. In fact, from their land, there was no longer any manna. So on that day, the manna ceased, and they ate from the fruit of the land. Well, many Christians today, and this is where I want to challenge you. This is the reason we talk about real estate investing. It's the reason we talk a lot about the stock market. We talk a lot about commodities, and we talk about other kinds of investments. But the reason we do that is because many Christians today do not have a real understanding of how transactional money comes and goes in their life. Now, if they have a job and they get paid, they understand that transaction. In fact, most Christians will say if they work and two weeks later they're supposed to get paid, they don't get paid, they'll say, where's my money? And that's probably correct because transactionally you're owed that money, right? Because you work for it. But what happens many times is when we give to the Lord and we bring our tithe, the way God blesses us back is in the land that he brings to us. Now, in the next podcast, I'm going to talk about what's in the land for you. And I'll start back here with Joshua chapter five. But before we close today in this podcast, I want you to understand that when God prospers you and God brings blessings in your life, it typically comes from transactional money. I'm not saying that God won't bless you through somebody else giving to you. That's not what I said. But for 95% of everybody out there, now ministers will live from devoted money. And so God blesses them with devoted money. Those that we call in full-time ministry. But those of us in business, the way the money comes to us is not from people uh, giving to us, but it's from our businesses and our investments prospering and increasing. And God, if we give the devoted money to God, that we're supposed to give, then what happens is God blesses us transactionally in the land that he has brought us into. Now, in the next podcast, I'm going to talk in a lot of detail about the land and how God will bless you. But remember this, the difference between what I call devoted money, that's money that belongs to God. Those things in Jericho belong to God. Achan took of those things, and because of that, he was a curse. So one of the things you want to make sure you do is that you will always have devoted money that comes in your life 
that God meant for you to use to bless the kingdom, God meant for you to give. But always remember when that happens, that devoted money, God will bless you supernaturally through the transactional side. I remember the first time I ever, now I've done this many times, but I remember the first time I ever sold a piece of real estate and I paid a certain amount of money for it. And about two, two years later, I made $160,000 profit on one piece of real estate. Now, I was aggressively investing in real estate in those days, and, and so there was a lot of things coming and going. But I remember specifically I was able to sell that. And I've, I've told other stories of how I had a business that I sold for over a million dollars in cash, free and clear. My point is, is that God blesses you transactionally as long as you honor him on the devoted side. So we're going to talk a little more in detail in the next podcast about how that money comes to you transactionally. So you want to make sure that you stay, that you stay tuned to the podcast, as we say. And listen, I just want to thank you for joining me today. Remember to subscribe, like, follow the Wealth Builders podcast, and it's on all the podcast platforms, anywhere you listen. And if you want more information on how you can prosper, what I call transactional money, you can go to wealthbuilders.org. We have a lot of free blogs. Believe me, there is a ton of free content. If you go to wealthbuilders.org, we also have real estate calculators on there, the debt snowball calculators on there. And so there's a lot of information you can get. And if you want to send in your questions, you can go to info at wealthbuilders.org and send in questions for the podcast and we'll do our best to get to them. Hey, so this is Billy Eppart. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, I'm going to keep talking about devoted money and transactional money and what's the difference. We'll see you right back here. Bye-bye. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders podcast is produced by Celine Williams with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.